Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Just as broke as Frank Kaminsky's ankles, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today is my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Tomas. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. You doing all right this Sunday? I'm doing all right, but I'm not broke. Right. <laughs> I guess I was uh, kind of just assuming we all don't have money. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how it's felt uh, as a Mavericks fan. Is yes. Like I am penniless uh but uh let's broke joining us to complete the tangential trifecta our king of the comment threads our favorite evil twin of dirk Nowitzki, aka squish 41 dick Nowitzki. how are you sir broke thank you <laughs> but okay. like but like broken like broken broken, okay. broken hearted i think we'll take that we're all uh emotionally you're gonna, you're gonna ask me why emotionally bereft um <laughs> uh, uh, god it's been uh christian wood was right there y'all yeah. <laughs> dude. already getting to it dude god, any dude. healthy body at this point i mean it's been a slog these last four games so uh it's been an zero and four week uh for for your dallas mavericks I, I can't fucking believe that too. it's <laughs> like i don't know man like i will say that the you know, the Nuggets game was a heartbreaker. Um, I mean, like, listen, if, you know, Porter Jr. is going to go off for 30 points, I don't know who we can have. Like, listen, if Lucas has a 35-point triple-double and we still lose, it's like, all right, like, what can you do? I mean, like, our the supporting cast has been decimated by not only the COVID stuff, but it, a lot of those players are still new. I just – it's – my worst fears are coming to fruition with this season about this being the absolute asterisk season. Like there's just so many different factors of like, all right, guys are out for two weeks and they're not like allowed to be anywhere near facilities. So you're basically taking a two week like hiatus and then you're getting maybe a week of like getting back into the swing of things maybe. And then you're not even really in game shape. So it's like, it's not like you're getting rest. It's like you're recovering from a sickness depending on your symptoms. And then like, then you're out of shape to come back in for probably your next three to four games. And like, we've just had a kind of perpetual state of that with our starting rotation. Like, I, you know, I think, as much as I appreciate the effort Mesa Wundu has been putting out there, if he's out there for more than 10 minutes, we're, it's like, you're already, yeah, no. you're already yeah. done, you know? Yeah. Um, and same can be said for like, I mean, Willie Collie Stein is producing better than I ever thought he could on this team. And like, when we signed him, I'm like, all right, cool. We got another body, but like, I'm not, anti- I wasn't anticipating him playing what 30 minutes. Like, like he's playing starters minutes, but like, we can't expect 
a quality starting center quality out of Willie Colley Stein. Like he's just, he's never been asked to do that before. And like, he's doing the best that he can. I don't mean to put the, any of that blame on him. It's just like, that's who we're relying on. We're relying on our second string guys to like, and against one of the toughest stretches that we'll have a four game stretch of, you know, the top of the Western conference right now. And we're getting our asses handed to us. And it sucks to watch. Um, it sucks to watch. But I mean, what I'm hoping is that this is a, uh, we are casting iron, was it, or forging steel through the fire kind of thing where it's just, we're getting our asses handed to us. And that's what just, you know, fuels Luca to just work harder and be more dominant. Cause like he's starting to see like how, I don't know, I, but I hope it's not the, the same NBA trend where it's something like a Bradley Beal situation where he's doing everything he can and they still just suck. Like, and I don't think the Mavericks are there. We're only, what, four games under 500 right now in a tough conference. And, and you know, like I said, half of our starting lineup has been gone, but it's just, it has not felt great. And I'm just hoping that it's not one of those things where, uh, we get the disgruntled star that just becomes the rumor mill. Uh, like, like, I don't want Luka Doncic to be on Bleacher Report because of all the different trade ideas. I just don't want to fucking see that. Like that's that's that that is my biggest fear as a Maz fan right now. Oh, I don't <laughs> think. See, I think we said. I think we've talked about this before. I don't think we have to worry about Luka trade scenarios or Luka leaving. It's always the second big contract that you have to worry about. Right. He's he's. <laughs> He will be here for at least five more years, so I'm not sweating that. But mm-hmm. we, I don't know, we are in trouble. But we're also one of two teams that you can argue has truly been ravaged by COVID. Yeah. The like, other being the Washington Wizards, speaking of Bradley Beal. Valid point. And it's no yeah. coincidence that, you know, because the Wizards, that's been like a season-long thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh a rotating kind of deal and they had games postponed too which yeah but it's been ugly for them we were hitting a stride when it just took four of our best players away and Mm -hmm. now they're coming back and uh just we just i don't know we're just waiting for it all to click and hoping that it does and that if it does that it actually means something but i don't know it's more peaks and valleys it's just the valleys are a little little lower than we'd like them to be right now absolutely the peaks Uh, have been quite high though too yeah this is still a team that beat the clippers by 51 points which you don't just do right um and it's still a team that had a hell of a win in denver um before covid sure that was no fluke. We really, again, well, we talked about this when we talked about that game, but we had that, we won that game twice. Like Jokic hit a ridiculous shot to force overtime and then we pulled away, but like mm-hmm. could have beat the Bucks even without Maxi. Like it just, yeah, it's a, right. uh, it's a waiting game. Um, I think Doris Burke was talking about how we don't know who the Mavs are yet. We really don't. We haven't been able to see. The team. His team at yeah. full strength. Um, and that's going to take we, – we're probably a week or two out from having a really strong idea of 
where this season is headed. Right. And I don't necessarily mean that from a win-loss perspective completely, Mm -hmm. but also from a roster perspective. Because if we get everyone back and it's still like this, Mm -hmm. we're not going to see a lot of people in town that are in town right now. So sure. um, It's going to be interesting. What would be, I guess, I, I, I mean, we're kind of making an evaluation on something that we like, we just haven't really seen the, the actual product yet. Uh, I, I see what you're getting at though. Uh, I, I guess, I don't know what route we would like to go in that case. Like, I, is it trading for somebody that will be an immediate impact or do you think that we try going for, you know, mining, you know, getting better picks in the draft maybe to cut that, that would sync up, but like more young talent to sync up with Luca. Um, I mean, it, it, what, what it's where I am most concerned is KP. Um, He looks like a shell of himself out there. And I think if it weren't for COVID protocols, I don't think he would have come back as soon as he did. I think he probably would have been out another couple of weeks as far as recovery. Like yeah. he, he doesn't look like the yeah. same guy. Well, you know, we've seen, we've read this book before. Right. Um, you know, we've got a seven foot three guy who is a, 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 a jump shooter mm-hmm. coming back from a knee injury, though not as severe as before. And I will give KP this. Um, he's not shooting well, but he looks way more assertive than he did um, when he came back from the ACL tear. Sure. Because when, when he started playing last season, um, you know, he was pretty timid and even more uncertain. Um, mm. You know, it just looked totally lost. Now he doesn't look – he doesn't look lost so much as he does look, like, frustrated. Right. And – um it seems to be forcing the issue and he's not really getting in a rhythm, but I think that's also being impatient and knowing the team is struggling and maybe expecting more of himself. But the other thing to consider is, you know, cause I, I just, I, I happen to be in the camp of he, his time to hit a stride will be much shorter than it was uh, first time around. Yeah. This wasn't a complete, yeah, it sucks. He tore his meniscus. It, it wasn't this. It's not the same thing. It, it right. wasn't as bad, but it's also another knee injury. So there's this. I don't know. So I'm mostly in the camp of he'll be okay and soon because mm-hmm. it took him several months last season to get right. I mean, from February on, he was excellent last season. I, I can't. Uh, but tell- this season is like it, it's like right there because he's he's playing hard. He just doesn't have it. I think he'll get it sooner than he did, but there's also a part of me that wonders because it's another knee injury, like is his new stride still less effective? You know, how, how, how much, you know, is his 100% less than his old 100%, you know, cause every time somebody gets hurt, I feel like they slow down a little bit. I mean, Look at Demarcus Cousins. Granted, KP didn't tear his fucking Achilles, but sure, we just I don't we don't. It sucks. We just don't we don't know. Right. Um, we don't know what his best is yet. I, We've seen what we what we would like it to be, but it, it's it's weird. 
The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I can't tell what's more terrifying the box score of the last two Jazz games or Kristaps' injury history, um, both of which are just a laundry list of gory details that I don't want to go over. Yeah. Um, it yeah, reminds yeah. me of uh, my personal favorite serial killer, uh, Ed Gein. Um, if, for those of y'all who don't know, he's basically the Martha Stewart of, uh, of serial killers. He basically made furniture out of people. Um, his crime scene, like when they found his house, it's one of the most grotesque, awful lists of things. Uh, it's, it is just reading it pl- point and blank, not knowing anything about it. Like a couple things like a wastebasket made out of human skin. Dude, what um, the fuck? Skulls what? on bedposts, bowls made from human skulls, things oh, of that nature. Okay. And that's about as gross as the box score of these last two jazz games. So that's how you're that's how you're gonna put that story in. Okay. That all makes sense I, both are just horrified. Both of them, when I'm looking down, I'm like, ah, oh, uh, oh, that doesn't look yeah. good. Oh, Oh man, I don't like reading that. And that's how I feel about consequently KP's injury history. So, um, <laughs> oh, uh, meniscus tear, uh, ACL, uh, yeah. the ankle, oh God. 30 million a year. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> 30 million a year. Jesus. Uh, yeah, the Jazz yeah. games were, were brutal. Um, it's very clear that anybody that has a good or I would even just say serviceable big man is going to just put up huge production against the Mavericks right now, just because we just don't have enough bodies. Yeah. Well, our best, our best defender has been out. That's Maxi. He's the best defender on the team period. And best three point shooter. (laughs) Um, And best three point shooter. Porzingis. And I don't know. I've got like multi-topic thoughts now, but I mean, one, and I get, and, and I don't know, unless he is actively like not healthy, I don't think Porzingis needs to sit out any more back to backs. I don't think we can afford that anymore. At this juncture, at, at this, this, at this juncture, yeah, harp. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I think as of right now, like, we can't, to, he played a back to back once yeah. and it was fine. Like he I didn't mean, catch on fire. I mean, like fucking I, play the guy. I think he needs to. And if it like, if you need to like restrict his minutes a little bit, go ahead and do that. You know, like, yeah, it's like, he's playing, but he's on restricted minutes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That like, makes whatever. sense. So, like, he's got to play. Yeah. Like, you know, all hands on deck, especially for um, out of, you know, out of being 500. So, and I'm not trying to hear this. Like, Ooh, the Knicks won the trade now, or, you know, uh, or any, people trolling me like ah, we told you so it's not that i totally believe in Kristaps porzingis and i have you know always said that the the trade we made it's worth the risk you try to get a guy like that like i get it oh sure because if he stays healthy because he's been presumably healthy 
It's just the resting's frustrated. The lack of rhythm is frustrating. But the whole team doesn't have a rhythm, so who knows what the fuck's up. Yeah. But um, and that being said, you know, in terms of roster things that we need or want to do, um, we clearly need a, a big physical body that we just don't have on the team. And we we need to find a way to get another big somehow that can fit that role because I mean Porzingis can't. I mean, he's a great shot blocker, but I mean he got bullied by Gobert. Mm. He I don't know what he would have done. He may have done a better job against Aiton. I think that Aiton's not quite as. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, we clearly need more than one body because KP gets in foul trouble then it's just Dwight Powell you know yeah flailing getting, around getting you know pushed against the lockers in the hallway <laughs> <laughs> until he fouls out like <laughs> so 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 we can all feel a little bit better about this Porzingis trade because ultimately those draft picks didn't really amount to much and or, or well and the Knicks don't know what they're doing ever but ultimately like the three players we included in that trade was DeAndre Jordan, not playing for them anymore. West Wesley uh, Matthews, who didn't play for them and ended up winding up like as a waived free agent or whatever. And Dennis Smith Jr. I'm just reading this right now. It's like one of the top stories that's on Chris stops presenting his basketball reference. And this comes from this year. It seems uh, from hoops rumors, uh, uh, 131 buried on the Knicks bench guard Dennis Smith Jr. has asked the front office to send him to the G League in order to receive playing time. Fuck, that's bleak. Oh, that is how yeah. bad do you like? I mean, so like I looked God. into that a little bit, and it turns out that he like he requested it. He, he's not like being forced to, which oh no, I think shows at least like maturity from him. And I hope I, I love Dennis Smith Jr. still. I so like I hope he's fine and finds a rhythm or whatever he needs to do and comes back so i wish some other team would have just given him another chance i feel like oh yeah that's what i wanted yeah just i would have loved him go somewhere else i think it's just pretty evident that the entire organization of the Knicks just has no business developing anybody like i don't know um and i mean like they have some good like they have because he's a point guard and they have nice they have like emmanuel quickly there's some other guys there who you know are younger who you know who i think they are more you know kind of focusing on anyway so in terms of like development so i mean yeah. it's good for dennis Smith jr good for him but mm-hmm. and as we, when it comes for the when it comes to the to that trade going back it's actually apparently the trade happened two years ago today so oh, cool yeah this oh, the yeah. anniversary this is the anniversary that makes, sense. makes it topical then <laughs> there's but, something uh, about dsj that just screams he would be like a star in china you know he just kind of screams kind of like a stefan marbury like you know yeah, I got, prime, yeah. but like goes up there and just destroys, going just going toe to toe with jimber for debt <laughs> <laughs> yeah i as much the as marquee I'm, match it i have a dennis smith jr t-shirt like i like <laughs> now granted it's because it was eight bucks on fanatics so like you know I mean, so we did. Look, he, he yeah. I mean, he was the first Mavs rookie. I was genuinely excited about for so. a long time, like in a long Until, time. Like, right. didn't. Who knew Luca would come along? But no like, one knew. No one predicted. But yeah. I, I mean, like, so when it comes like that trade, like as of right now, like we'd be in the lottery. I think you know, I, I just for sure we'd be in the lottery. You know, and I'd see yeah. like, you know, I see like Batum who does all the low light videos on Reddit and stuff like that, like. You know, he's posting like, oh, like, you know, look, we get the first pick and then we get the Mavs like pick, which falls at number four, whatever the fuck it is. And I'm like, dude, like, let them fucking like 
be happy now. Like if, if it down the line, like we end up like not making the playoffs and we end up giving them a lottery pick, whatever, like, bro, that's just what we did. Like, you know, like it's going to be a late lottery pick. And ultimately, like, I mean, you can find some productive players in that, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, the I, one pick they have left from the trade, they think it's going to be good now because we suck. Lately. We suck for, yeah. It, I mean, it, like, it's fun. Um, and by fun, I mean infuriate. I'm, I, we're watching a lot of people jump on the bandwagon of kicking the Mavs while they're down. And I'm like, damn, this will look yeah. hilarious in a few months. I mean, I, you know, I, I, at hope, least I, I hope, hope it does. I hope it, I hope it's uh, Schrodenfruit, whatever the fuck it's called. Schrodenfreud. I hope it's like that, like, you know, shade. Come, 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 uh, come April, whatever, but April, May. But I mean, I mean, we'll see, man. There's still a lot of basketball left. Uh, so here's how I look at it, though: is like the Mavericks are eight and twelve after a really fucking tough stretch of playing, you know, the top, you know, some two. top six yeah. teams, like because we've we played Jazz, Phoenix, and uh, the Nuggets. Nuggets. So yeah, we've played multiple times, yeah, arguably top them. five teams, right? And in in the in the best contest, yeah. Well, yeah, in the Bucks. So, but then, so ultimately, like we're eight and twelve, we are still better than one, two, three. We're still better than six uh, Eastern Conference teams, and better than the the Pelicans and the Timberwolves. Which, holy shit, the Timberwolves are god awful. Like, yeah, they're actually legitimately bad. Like, like that is. <laughs> That is rough. Wow. Sorry. I just I, I haven't really looked at the standings until now. I love cat. I would take him on this team. But I don't know, man. Cat I would take him. I would take him. I would take cat. I'll I'll take I'll, I'll take him for pennies on the dollar, but I don't know. That that is a uh, that is an empty stats losing team guy if I ever saw one. Like I don't know. I, that they never have a coach though. Yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. Minnesota. I have a buddy that's Timberwolves fans, and their coaching yeah. is atrocious. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. It's hard to blame Cat for that. Yeah, and also the roster moves don't make any sense either. They're like, like D'Angelo Russell was just like, was that that was that the offensive answer you needed? You needed someone that was really good at mid range jump shots uh, with like three seconds left in the shot clock. Like, I don't know. Um, really great hair on that team, though. Really fun. You know, that's that's that is my <laughs> evaluation of the, the Minnesota Timberwolves is everyone's hair is very fun. Um, all right. Uh, most recent game. Um, we just got, you know, it was a close game with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. It, yeah. It was, we were we were in it. We had a 15 point lead at one point in the third quarter <laughs> and we blew it. Um, and yeah, it, I, it's just a war of attrition. I think it's also just the example of when you have. You know, I mean, DeAndre Ayton's getting got 17 boards that game, and he, I mean, he was just dominant. And this is the like, this is why Chris Paul's going to be a Hall of Famer. He just can manage a game that well. That um, son of a bitch. That he's beautiful I, son of a bitch. Like fucking little piece of shit. That's State Farm insured snide little snitch. Um, but I wonder how much he made. I wonder how much he makes from those fun commercials, dude. Because annoying me. I don't on know. And off the court. Yeah. <laughs> those commercials suck. With fucking Jake from State Farm, bro. Like, uh man. Like Chris Paul just knows what to do. Like he saw that Luke was getting frustrated. Like before in the second quarter, oh, yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna annoy the shit out of this dude. Quick question: Is Frank Kaminsky the Phoenix Suns Dwight Powell? Because he seems to be. About I, tweet, as... I, I tweeted this actually. Oh, did you agree? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because I have a friend who like he's a Suns fan and we're cool, but 
after games, like he'll tweet, he'll like DM me or whatever. He's like, Hey, like, guess what? And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and so I like, we're texting each other. We're texting each other during the game. And I was like, I was like, so, uh, so Frank Kaminsky, tell me about, tell me about this dude. You know? Cause I remember like, he was like, a, I think he like, uh, he was a Hornets pick, I think. Cause again, yeah. like Michael Jordan just loves tall, bit tall, white bigs. But, yeah. uh, um, Kaminsky so, and, uh, what, who yeah. was it? Uh, Plum- the Zeller. The Zellers. Zellers. Zell- yeah. I always get the pl- uh, plumbers and Zellers confused. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so frank kaminsky so uh so, so we were talking so i was talking about i was like hey like i was like hey so like frank kaminsky what's up with him like he's kind of bounced around a little bit he's like yeah he's not that good like you know he does, like, that's another tall white guy that the yeah. show has <laughs> it's like he has you know my friend was like yeah frank kaminsky has like a lot of energy not that good like tries really hard and i was like oh my god he's dwight powell <laughs> <laughs> So I had to tweet it because I was like, what the fuck? Like, though apparently, like, he's a little bit more a good shooter, which is like, whatever. But, like, he just, he, he doesn't get the minutes, obviously, Dwight Powell will get. But, you know, I just, I feel like they're, they're kind of in the same, the same, they're uh, two peas in the same pod. So you're saying oh. they haven't unlocked Kaminsky yet. <laughs> I mean, they haven't I mean, let him cook. That game is, uh, I mean, that, 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 but let Powell cook. I mean, like, we're missing Kristaps and Maxi. They were missing who, uh, just Devin Booker. So if Devin Booker plays the game, this game just is Devin Booker, yeah, uh, just, just Devin Booker, you know, Gosh. just the guy that routinely gives us forty pieces. I know, fuck, you know, I mean, fucking Chris Paul gave us almost thirty, so it's like, yeah, I, I think there's a pretty good case of like how I think Chris Paul's production and his effect on the game does not match up to his win loss records with his teams, like he. I, I, I think part of it's just because he's smaller stature and just, I don't know, like he, he gets more attention from him, you know, playing, playing the kind of Rashid Wallace, like by the rules, like playing the refs against the team kind of thing. But ultimately like that dude is just so goddamn solid. Like he, it's rare to see someone just to have that understanding of the game, mm-hmm. knowing where to be. And it's just like, and also just in such a weird controlled manner, like he never seems like rushed or cat. He's like the, he's the exact opposite of Russell Westbrook where it's just like, you know, Russell Westbrook is just like chaotic evil and just like fucking just throws his body around everywhere. Yeah. And uh, Chris Paul like is just so deliberate in his actions everything. on the court. And everything, I, and everything, dude. It's everything fucking, he does. It's, it's amazing. Even like when he's like, those little tantrums, like it's deliberate for a reason. Like, you know, he's right. like, he's trying to do something like at all times he's he's yeah. such a fucking freak <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's great like you and I, I mean it yeah all out of respect it's it's yeah. really uh yeah i don't know if it's 40 I, yeah. million dollars worth but you know yeah. it's I, yeah. I, I get it i think phoenix is is uh definitely someone to uh like they're gonna make some ways in the in the playoffs, I think. Um, yeah, out of, out of respect, I fucking hate that motherfucker. So, <laughs> like, With all due respect, I hate you. I hate that dude. <laughs> it's because he just knows what to do. I mean, man, like I liked from that game. I mean, from last night's game, I liked like Willie's like his his energy was nice. You know, um, obviously got the six foul. Actually, I think both our bigs got six foul. I don't know, but um. Yeah, it looks like both of them did. Yeah, both our bigs, our two bigs that we have, <laughs> both got six fouls, which is great. Um, but uh, I mean, like, I'm like Dwight, like Dwight, Dwight's fouls, like he earned those fouls though. Like he fucking like was hacking fucking DeAndre Ayton. Like, mm-hmm. wasn't letting him get to the, you know, wasn't letting him like just score easy layups. Like, that was nice, you know, kind of seeing mm-hmm. that. Like, 
I do think that the team does read Twitter. Like I'm almost sure of it, just because like, because <laughs> like especially after the last at the last game, like we like just literally it was nuclear. Like it was like a fucking nuclear bomb went off, and just everybody like I couldn't find one positive like thing like yeah. the entire time. I was like, oh shit, okay, everybody's really mad now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, and you know? they sh- I mean, rightfully, yeah, you know, but just like you can be like understanding, a- you can be understanding of the COVID stuff, but also equally angry about our roster yeah. composition. And I think yeah. we're seeing a mixture of both. Yeah. Both and yeah. some more and less rational than others about it. But yeah. And I mean I don't know, man. Like I, I still think that like he's like Rick should have played Josh Green for the defense yesterday. Like yeah, where is Josh Green? I don't know why the fuck yeah, he's not playing the- I, I, Yeah, I don't I don't I know. I didn't even that. think about that. The fact that I'm forgetting we have him pisses me off. Like he's gotta play. Friend. <laughs> got to play. It's it's yeah. ne- it's necessary that you ha- play Josh Green when we wear green. It's like the reason we got him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, it's the and, all, it's and also because he can play. Why we defense. brought the jerseys back, right? Yeah, exactly. For Josh Green, this was all planned out like a year in advance. <laughs> and, I, and, it, and I'm not saying, oh, I don't think Josh Green exists. I'm saying like I, I'm so distracted by how bad other players are. I forget he's even a fucking option because it's just abysmal all around. Like, bro, like right just like, yeah, give. The, give like, the minute splits were insane because, like, uh, pers- like Tim Hardaway had 35, Richardson 35, Finney Smith almost 35 as well. Like, and we, we had we only played nine people, we had a nine guy rotation this, this game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, part of it maybe just like, hey, it's a close game, this is who we're going to rely on. I mean, I think maybe I don't know if it's with KP being out that was the difference, but it's like. I thought, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where they, the Phoenix Suns supporting cast is so much better that if we were to play small on them, we would just get torched. So maybe that was the strategy. Like, cause like, cause I mean, when we've seen like a a quarter with any of our rookies, it's like, you know, it's children playing ball. Like there's a lot of guys not knowing where they need to be and shit gets out of hand pretty quickly. Um, there's a lot of dribble into the corner. Oh fuck, where's my teammate? Kind of plays. Yeah. Oh um, fuck, there's a, there's there's a defender right in front of me. And a defender like right. five feet away. Like what the fuck's out? Yeah, like they don't know what the fuck to do, and it's fucking it's fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I don't know, bro. Like I yeah, want Josh Green to get minutes. I want Ty- I want Tyrell Terry to get minutes. Like right. You know, for opposite reasons. I want if we could combine those two players, bro, we'd be fine. Like Tyrell Terry, just make Tyrell Terry shoot. Like, please. I would like to see Tyrell Terry in a more Jason Terry role where he's not, he is where he is more catch and shoot and like doing things off ball rather than trying to, for lack of, be shitty Trey Young. Cause that's kind of what he's, whenever he has the ball in his hands, that's just what it looks like. It's like he's, he does occasionally make a good pass and he's, you know, pretty stylish in what he does. And he's very confident and like makes a couple of cool heads up plays. But a lot of times it just leads to a guy awkwardly catching a pass, not really where he wants to be. And then throwing up a crappy shot, which is why his assist numbers are so shit. It's like, like, yeah. So I think Tyrell Terry, like, you know, if he's a, if he's the flamethrower that we think he is from three point, like that dude needs to be coming off screens and catching the ball and jacking it. Like he I want, I want the <laughs> Nate Hinton mentality with Tyrell Terry because t- like Nate Hinton, like 
<laughs> he is the exact opposite. Ball don't stop. Like the ball stops. Me. He is the black hole vortex. Of, yeah. Like if he gets the ball, it's going. It, it's it is shooting. going towards like, yeah. the rim. Like, it's somewhere. Fact, yeah. I don't like, think I, I've seen him take or give up a possession once he gets the ball. And I guess maybe he's just like got you know back of the bench syndrome where it's just like I got to make my minutes count or I won't yeah, get probably. another shot probably. again. Like I mean. I mean, dude, like, but yeah, like, should play Josh Green for his defense. Should play Tyrell Terry just to. So you play Tyrell Terry, but you also tell him, "Hey, man, you have the fucking green light. Shoot it! Like, don't be a fuck. Don't be a fucking like. Don't be scared to shoot." To shoot. I kind of want to see Tyrell Terry with Luca. Like, I think I would like to Ooh, see Tyrell cool. Terry. That really would be the 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 Jet mentality at that point. Well, that, that that's my point. Is like yeah. why whenever whenever terry is in the game right now it's i mean it's usually garbage time and part of that's just because rick's our coach he just and i, and I get it yeah. and and again being super critical of this team right now is ultimately just like man it, this is the weirdest situation like a lot of these guys would not have had the minutes they had if it weren't for covid protocols like that's i don't know like our we have we have seen too much of this rookie like clearly underprepared rookie class that we have right now and it's because they had the least amount of time to prepare to get in the nba than anybody has like this entire class has like i don't know um i i think i don't th- i think these players are better than what we've seen and i think they i don't think our coaching staff and our front office was like all right cool we're going to play these guys significant minutes early in the season. I don't think that was ever the plan. No. So we're seeing just like the car wreck that is um, this season. So yay. Asterisk season. Yeah. I mean, do we have anything else you want to say squish or anybody? Do you have anything you want to add? Any frustrations? I don't know. Last night I was very, I was pretty mad for a little bit and I was like, ah, oh, motherfucking this morning. I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna come to the podcast. I'm gonna fucking flame the shit out of the organization, but now I'm calm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I I, 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 I slept it off, I guess. You know, so. I, I'm just generally not enjoying the games right now, but that's because nobody yeah. is. It's um, right. And there needs, I mean, I get like, yes, this is a weird year and the COVID and all that, but man, you know, we've, we're, we are in a, in a not great spot. Yeah. Um, if you just look at the Western conference right now, yeah, who, and I get who it, like, you know, and look, look, and I, and, and like, you know, and Cuban um, got on Twitter last night and said a lot, and it was great. <laughs> I ultimately agree, and with I him, get though. it, and I agree with him. Um, but, but just because things got weird for us doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna get weird for other teams that are ahead of us, and that's not what he was saying, but I'm just thinking about it. Um, in terms of like looking at all these teams, like if they had a COVID outbreak and like, or, you know, say the, the Suns had a bunch of people that have to sit out or like this or that, like, mm-hmm. we don't know that that's going to happen and to what extent like we can only control what we could control about our own team and looking at our own team. Right. There's a lot of teams in front of us. They're really fucking good this year. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's not We're, great. Uh, it, it, it's, well, it's not, at, it's uh, not awesome that our, that both Houston and o- Houston, Oklahoma City, and Sacramento technically have better records than us. Like that's mm-hmm. that's not okay. Um, mm-hmm. No, and, and I was just thinking about that, and yeah. this bleeds into another topic. But mm-hmm. Jazz in first, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Grizzlies. John Morant's back. 
they're getting Jared well, Jackson back so soon. They, they've only played one. They're going to be like good. And they haven't though? played a lot of games. <laughs> but the ones they're playing lately, they're winning. Mm-hmm. They're eight and six. Phoenix, good. No Booker, still winning. Mm-hmm. Portland, Portland. Yeah. no McCollum, still no. winning. Yeah. No. Golden State started terrible. Very good now. Yeah. <laughs> they are you know, five and five in the last 10, but the Golden State could easily be a playoff team. The Spurs, they're pretty solid again. Houston oh, is good. Never doubt Coach Pop, dude. Can't. I hate this, but Houston is good. I yeah, like Houston's them a good. lot Houston's more now that Harden's fun. gone. They're fun. Like, I was like, fuck. But Houston is good. And a lot of it has to do with a guy named Christian Wood, who was right fucking there this last <laughs> offseason. And remember, they almost didn't sign him. Remember, because like they had done something, and they're like, they yeah. Were, and we took back the took back the contract offer. And I was yeah. like, okay, here's where you fucking jump in, guys. Let's do it. And I don't. I can't believe it. And though. I can't speak on the front office of the Mavericks. Maybe they did call and try and see what the market was there. But if we didn't, that's crazy. We have Porzingis. Yeah. But like we could have had that guy too, or another guy. We just I don't know. I would love like to have I was happy Dwight with the offseason. Team, do what? I would love to have a good Dwight Powell on our team. Yeah, which is what Christian Wood is. He's like everything Dwight Powell's I mean, supposed to be. By good Dwight Powell, you mean like he could be an all star? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he probably is. Like he, honestly, I mean, and there's something to say. And I, I did I talk about? Yeah, I did. I said on how like no one on the roster has any sort of gravity right now. That even right. applies to KP because people aren't really worried about him. Yeah. He's not in a rhythm. Hopefully they are soon, but like, damn. Right. Watching uh, stuff from the Rockets game last night, Christian Wood was like 83%, and he's not just dunking. Right. Teams are worried about him as a role threat. They don't know how to play him. He's in a pick and roll with John Wall where they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. So they sag on the roll. He got the ball and just drained a mid-range shot. Mm-hmm. He's hitting three. It's It's nuts. That's exactly like the kind of player Luca needs. That's what KP is supposed yep. to be. We just need healthy bodies like that. But, uh, you know, the offseason initially I was happy with. I'm right. still happy. With, like I, I think we made good roster building moves and everyone's like, well, we shouldn't have traded Seth Curry. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I still think Josh I don't agree with is that. an upgrade. Seth, from Seth helps our shooting. He does. But Seth also missed three weeks to COVID this season. So, no, Seth Curry doesn't help this team. If you mm-hmm. want to get technical, assuming all things are the same and Seth gets COVID, he's not, he hasn't been playing either. Mm-hmm. There's so many other problems with this team that aren't Seth Curry related. So, we can put that away. I'll take but Josh Richardson team, having this, COVID not yeah. over Seth. <laughs> this, this team, we've got to start spending our cap room on good players. Please, holy shit. Like, like we don't, we don't have to like go for. The, we don't have to go for the homer every single fucking time. Just hit a single, hit a double, build up on it. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, just you don't get, you don't have to yes, swing for the fucking yes, fences yes. every fucking. And eventually, game. when you will. run out of home runs to hit the singles and doubles, you can they're not as good. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, it's like oh, like, I'll take a walk. It's like know? it's literally like it's literally Watch like getting the a ball. Yeah, for yeah. like for baseball reference, it's just like. It's like, hey, like, oh, fuck, you hit a homer or you hit a single, but like you're already down 8-1. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, you yeah, got to do something. We've been free off. agent bunting for a while. And, yeah, uh... basically, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get that runner over at home. And it's not I working, am, bro. Like, I am just 
exercising the furthest extent of my baseball knowledge. <laughs> All I know is I watch Moneyball and the goal is to get on base, whatever that means. Well, yeah. and the other thing is you can't, uh, you also can't not care about the draft if this is how you're going to approach free agency. Right. Yeah, I didn't want to think about Desmond Bain right now, but yeah. Bain, I mean, Desmond Bain. How, how many Sadiq. of our draft picks from the last five, six years are still on fucking team? You know, it's just like, yeah. right. You you can't uh, you can't not keep guys and develop them and also hoard cap space for guys that aren't coming here anymore. Yeah, right, and we're still presumably doing that because there's a lot of guys that could have helped. Maybe I don't know. I think I'm just mad we didn't sign Christian. Wood. That's, that's, that's I can see that that's mostly over the root of your uh, your frustration. That, that that's a perfect Mavs valid. fit. It's that's valid, a perfect though. Mavs fit. Yeah, that guy could have played next to KP. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just I don't know. I don't see why we didn't try to throw a bag at him. Something. And then if well, sometimes when you Christian later, Wood, we have more attractive pieces to give away. Good God. Well, sometimes when you Christian Wood, it's not always when you Christian should. <laughs> Okay. Oh God! <laughs> I see Mark saying this in sincerity. <laughs> ah, Jesus! I just I don't know what we do. I do think a, I think there. I think there's a, a a trade in our future. I just don't know what that is. And yeah, I think it and, happens this season. Yeah. And so, like people have been saying, hey, when you start panicking, when you start panicking, and I never panic because I don't really care that much. But. You know, I think when people should start panicking is if we're still bad and it's like right, put the gun down. <laughs> no, we're we're a week away from legitimate panic time. <laughs> yeah, just like, okay, we'll like, be, actually, hopefully, you know, yeah, over a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah, I think I think once we get closer to the trade deadline is when I'm like, okay, like let's actually look at some stuff. Let's see if there's anything on the market that we can even get. You know, that would be an upgrade somewhere. So, mm-hmm. um, that you know won't. But I mean, like you got to spend money to make money. So. You know, mm-hmm. we're just um, in an interesting spot. There's like yeah. the rest of the roster, and then there's the KP situation as an isolated Jesus, situation. Yeah, that, yeah, that. Yeah, and it's that, a risk. It's a risk you live yeah. with, but we really have to think about: Do we want to always have his Ed Gein, you know, injury history in yeah. the back of our minds, or does a really attractive option come up? And I'm not saying, hey, trade KP, but yeah, and I'm not like saying I, I wouldn't. Yeah. And like I don't know who's making the call for KP to be resting or not, but you know I think at the moment it is bad optics to just be like resting, like you know the team especially after the team's down bad, (laughs) team's down bad, you know like you've already you've played a back to back before, like well, but in in their defense, if they're like, all right, we're already not set up to win, then why are we putting our thirty million dollar investment at risk? Especially when he's he's not yeah. quite healthy. Like the only I'm I'm convinced the only reason he's out there is because we just needed a body. We needed a body out there. Like no. and yeah. That's so. an interesting perspective, is that he's our it's been too soon for him to play in general. That's kind of like my, maybe that's it what it looks been, like dude. to me. Like, could be really it's probably it too soon for to that. Really it might have been too soon for some of the guys to come back. You know, it definitely well, that's, is. I mean, that's think about Cuban the fact that they saying. had to sit still for like three weeks and not do anything. That right. sucks, bro. Makes sense. That sucks. Hope I don't get COVID. Yeah, and you know, like if you've ever been in a workout routine and you're feeling good and you do it like for like a month straight, and then you take two weeks off, you you feel like yeah, you 
yeah, don't even try the weights that you were lifting before or yeah, whatever yeah. time you thought you were going to be able to hit on your mile or whatever. Like, story kiss that fucking, shit goodbye. Yeah, story yeah. of my fucking life. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and I guess in, in conclusion. Um, yeah, we went long, but who cares? A loss I don't, I don't care. like we did, like we had last night, typically doesn't feel as terrible as it does right now if we don't suck all the games before you know uh i guess you can at least say like we just ran out of gas but played really hard and i think that's all we wanted cool fart noise thanks um (laughs) you did say gas. that's what i I did i did um but i think that's all we wanted to see some fight but we got to start winning games Hey guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Support for the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, 
now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, All right. I think we should go and just move on. Let's move on to questions. Let's do it. All right. So first one comes from James Grambo, who is actually at the moment, uh, his, his, uh, his display name says Mavs fan on hiatus. I think he might be looking for a new team to fucking root for. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's, uh, might we suggest the Timberwolves, James? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just, so you want to, let's say you want to root for it. <laughs> if Luca played QB for the Cowboys, what would his number look like? And how many games do they win? It'd be a pretty, uh, wait, isn't, uh, is it Tyron Smith 77? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I haven't paid attention to the Cowboys at all since last year. So yeah, he'd have an offensive lineman's number. Yeah, he would. Just like, it'd be random as fuck. Like, why? Do yeah. You okay. Why not? Um, it is funny would... seeing Dirk yeah. wherever he wears his like Cowboys jersey, like his forty-one. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure that was some defensive back. We had uh, that was a uh, Terrence Newman, I think maybe. Dude, uh, I don't even uh, know, bro. Uh, yeah, that's that's me going yeah. into the deep recesses of remembering <laughs> jersey numbers. Um. How many games great. does he win? How many games does he win? Uh, probably all of them. You know, he's pretty shifty. I you mean, got Amari, you got Amari six, Cooper, CD Lamb, like you know, six nine quarterback. You know, yeah, I mean, bro. if Bork Osweiler can have a job in the <laughs> quarterback just because he's tall, he's just like, well, he's from Wyoming and he can see better. Like, <laughs> gets paid millions. <laughs> all right, let's see. Next question. Unless Squish has something to add. No. Okay. All right. I have to. I have to ask now. Okay. Um. Dalton Richardson asks, uh, so I sent the video in the group chat. And the, I saw it. And the, <laughs> how much do you resonate with this video of from a mass perspective? And it's just Answer a penguin. Question. It's a penguin looking at a sunset, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think penguins are supposed to live in that kind of environment. Oh, whatever. I see. He's like in a farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how do you, so that's what the video is. Uh, it's relatable. You know, yeah, like, we, we all feel a little out of place being on the losing end of things. So yeah, you know, and just kind of looking at a sunset that's very beautiful and being like, I wish I could be there. But... I don't know. I don't feel nearly as like positive. Like I, when I look at a sunset and it's like a beautiful outdoor scenery, I find myself more reflective and like 
appreciating that moment it would be like me looking at like the garbage can next to the sunset god (laughs) fuck why i don't fucking take care of that shit like it's gonna be like (laughs) it's it's like this is a little bit more scenic than my perspective on the maverick season right now yeah uh but still very funny uh squish did you see the video no that's all right well it's fine yeah. Uh, in in my opinion, what is the top anime this season? Uh, probably Attack on Titan. Um, also, what style of martial arts are you going to teach your kid? Um, whichever one it takes to take Squish down. That's good. Yeah, let him aven- make make him avenge your death. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's the breakdance fighting one? Uh, capoeira. Capo, ca- yeah, capoeira. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Have, That's cool yeah. Fun. Yeah. I have like the Eddie from Tekken Two. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, Rutuj. Rutuj asks, uh, "My dude, would you rather only be able to play for other for the other twenty nine teams as a role player, but win a championship, or play for the Mavericks as a third third star, but never win a championship?" Um, oh. Give me those fucking championships, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I'm taking I, championships. <laughs> I'm taking, I, 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 I would. I would. I had to have to play for the Mavericks. Like, if I had. Like, if I were like, okay, I'm gonna be like a pretty good player, and I get to play for the the team that I've watched since I've been a basketball fan. I don't know. There's something about like I get why guys go to other teams for different reasons, and there's yeah. like certain guys that like what was it? Uh, Anthony Davis was like you know born in chicago or whatever apparently a big bulls fan but that clearly doesn't matter because he's you know playing with Le- lebron james in la but like there would be some i mean just being in the league it would be cool enough but like if i could i would want to be on the mavericks that's like how much of a homer i am what about you swish mm. i think i take the shit the shoops would you be on like the rockets and have a championship like i don't want to add to their banner. oh that's fucking you know what right. i mean God damn it. yeah well he didn't, didn't say that he didn't say like what team it's any of the teams well so, like, i know okay be on the hawks like i don't want to do that or like you could be on the you know, no, and turn, the, turn their season around yeah <laughs> yeah oh cool I'm, I'm the first pelican championship thanks to don denham's 30 point triple double i don't know that's <laughs> I'm just thinking purely from he's a 30 for 30 from the free from a, throw line. I'm just <laughs> thinking purely. I'm just thinking purely from my, my time as an athlete, what I would, you want to win. You want to win the, the biggest, you want the biggest win you can get. And I don't know that I would, I don't know. I want to get. I, a I never played consequential sports. I did. I, I want to awesome get a championship. I just think about how much it hurt to get knocked out of the playoffs in high school football. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I would definitely want to win a championship at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right let's see <clears throat> next question comes from bebeck bebeck asks and this is after the game last night so um i might be the very few i might be the very few optimistic mass fans remaining right now <laughs> i think mouse will turn it around turns around like earlier in the, like early in the season do you also believe the mouse will turn things around if not what needs to happen in order for the season for the to turn the season around something that was brought to my attention was like the next like 20 games we've got none like only one of them's a back-to-back and most of them are like either 500 teams or losing teams like it's some pretty like we've got two pretty good stretches coming up that we should be able to rack up some wins um so i i i'm i will share your optimism um i think that's i think that's a good call because i don't think we're going to be facing the buzzsaw that was this last four games yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. I think we'll yeah, be okay. The schedule gets a little lighter, and a big underrated thing is we've got a, a pretty good home stretch now. Uh-huh. Like, 
Yeah, we've got you all know, those counting last people. night. Nine out of the next ten are at home. Um, that's great for a team that desperately needs to gel and come together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm optimistic it'll turn around. I just don't know what it looks like because it is, you know, our margin for error is razor thin, and that applies not just to the standings but to who's on the fucking court. Yeah. Right. This team can't afford to not have anybody play on a given night. I think that's extremely apparent right now. Yeah. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer asks, uh, what do you think uh, is needed uh, to change so the Mavericks to get their group back um, from pre-healthy and safety protocols? Also, this is a good one. This is probably the one I want to focus on. Also, do you think that there's something going on between KP and Luca that's causing chemistry between them to be horrible? That's interesting, because I, because I, you know, I, uh, I don't like to be a you know armchair uh, body expert, but uh, you know, I do see sometimes. I do think about sometimes. I'm like, hey, like, I don't know how close of a friend they really are, you know, beyond like the optics of it. And uh, they don't disclose their DMs to us as much as we ask. No, <laughs> I, I'm waiting for it. But I don't know, man. I think Luca, let me go through your phone. <laughs> uh, I just think that they. Uh, I think they're I think they're pretty friendly with each other. Like they I remember last year, like the Mexico games especially, they were just talking shit and you know, like just being hilarious with each other. But uh I don't know. I think maybe I think maybe KP I think Lucas just frustrated, like in general with everything. Like it's, it's hard to tell. And yeah. the three factors for me, like I'm just I don't know, all equal parts here, but like there's less media accessibility this season for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. So we don't really hear from the guys as much, um, which could have something to do with it. But I mean and I was talking to you on the phone, not about fighting, but about the team. And I said, you know, you don't really hear those. I guess KP, you don't hear, uh, you know, I just feel like Luca was talking about KP a little more last year. And that's a really subtle thing to read into because I think it could be that just Luca's overwhelmed and preoccupied mentally with just the team's struggle as a whole. With everything. Right. With (laughs) everything. Um, He doesn't really bring up KP, you know what I mean? You talk I, about, I, you know, I, well, if, when he gets right, you know, we're going to be good or like this or that, like it could be anything, but it's also not nothing. Well, yeah. I also um, think that like Lucas con- like cognizant that KP is not a hundred percent. He knows yeah. better than anybody where he's just like, I don't have the help that I need, but it's not because these guys aren't playing well. Like he didn't mention the whole like general effort from the team, but I think ultimately it's like, there's, he knows what's ha- like, he knows better than we do as far as like what the doctors are telling people or what they're telling yeah. the, the other players, like, Hey, KP's on a minutes restriction or whatever, or like, you know, he's in practice when KP's, you know, throwing up shots and he's just like, this doesn't feel right. And you know, that's stuff that we'll just never know, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't I'm not going to read too far into it. Like I, yeah. Yeah. It's not a thing till it's a thing. Exactly. Yeah. All right. But... So next question comes from mark mark asks uh do you do you think that by the way this team is playing that the pieces that we have are even good enough to snag good players in the trade or are they just going to have to tough it out until free agency yeah at the moment none of the, none of the guys are really you know aside from luca really you know i mean besides yesterday like we saw cape we saw not kp saw willie you know be energetic but uh yeah i think at the moment like no one's going to want to trade with us. <laughs> like, yeah, at least nothing know. good. Like, I just don't know. know what, yeah, unless we're just doing a fire sale, I don't think anyone's producing enough where we would get yeah, good we value. Really, yeah, our only attractor trade pieces right now are like 
THJ, you know, not even expiring <laughs> contracts yeah. or Porzingis or like Baxi or Brunson. We, other than that, like no yeah, one's like, yeah. you know, I really want Dwight Powell. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> and we it's find where we are. We find ourselves in that situation where we overpay for certain role players. And I guess that's the thing that I don't care for when it comes to like spending that extra money in free agency is like, all right, are we going to get like an, like, I guess another thing to look at with Christian Wood, for example, is like, yeah, he's having an awesome year this year, but I want to see if that translates to next year. You know, is this a longevity thing or is it like, Hey, new guys here, let's get him like some more reps. He was awesome last year too, though. He was, he yeah. As soon as Drummond got out of his way. Detroit team. Sure. Fair enough. But like, and who knows? I mean, like, I mean, I'm not dogging on Christian Wood. I think ultimately it's just like, there's a lot of times where I think we see like a free agent. We don't really pay attention to like the whole arc of like their contract there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, the full tenure of their contract versus like, okay, like Chandler Parsons, like I bet as a Rockets fan and you're not paying too much attention to what the, the Mavericks were doing. Like, when we took Parsons from the Rockets that first year, he was pretty damn great. Like until he got started getting injured, but like, and at first I was like, ah, oh, like we could have kept Parsons or whatever. I mean, like, I don't think it was like that much of a narrative then. Cause they had a Harden and uh, Howard at the time. But what I'm getting at is like, you know, you see that immediate production that first year on the new team, you're like, ah, oh, we could have had whatever, but like, you know, or how many people were pissed off when Parsons left for Memphis? And at first it's like, wow, they just, we just lost a starter. We lost possibly our best player at that time to Memphis. And like most, he spent most of that contract on a max deal on the bench or injured, yeah. or, you know, I, I hope he's doing okay now. Cause I know he was in a fucking car, brutal yeah. car wreck anyways, yeah. but I guess what I'm getting at is like, we're, we're, it's, it's easy to get reactionary when it comes to those misfree agents. Yeah. Um, and I, we'll see if Christian Wood is that all-star discussion, you know, in the next three years, yeah. um, as opposed to like a good stint the first twenty games of the season. Yeah. Good, good. Let's see, next Dude, question. Good. The next question comes from an asshole called uh, Squish Forty One. Uh, <laughs> what is your biggest Tough fear? Talk in- from someone that won't fucking fight me. What is your yeah. biggest fear, and why is it meeting me at the Toys R Us parking lot? at 3 p.m. for a good old-fashioned knife fight. Uh, <laughs> Toy knife fight? <laughs> a good knife fight. Uh, you know what, dude? There's not even, Toys R Us doesn't even exist anymore, bro. So, Yeah, was Circuit, just was Circuit City booked? Just, just say you're scared to fight me at the radio shack. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this question is moot and moving on. Was uh, Oshman's not available? Oshman's. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, uh, next question comes from uh, Dylan. He asks... Uh, James Johnston versus Rick Carlisle, boxing seven rounds. No, Rick, 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 I think has like the long game, but I think ultimately Rick is 60 years old. I, <laughs> he's got strategy. Do you he's, want he's, him he, dead? He, he seems like a scrapper. Like some I do, know. I think on Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think James has this, unfortunately, unless, yeah, unless yeah, Rick is James. like, Hey, I'm not going to play you. Like if you win, like, cause Rick can just be like, fuck you. You're not playing. Like, I feel which like might, which might be good. I don't but. know. Carlos <laughs> Carlos always struck me as like a Hannibal Lecter type. Like like he would find the thing that like you know not necessarily the eat your face type of Hannibal Lecter, but like he would find the very crucial detail that would just ruin your life. Where it's just like I don't know. Seems more calculated, but you're right. Straight up boxing match. Uh, it's probably James. Yeah, 
uh, next next question comes from uh, Tall Traveler. He asks, uh, which current Maverick would you pick to be your stepdad? And why is it Dwight Powell? Because he wouldn't stop you from doing whatever you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's Shut hilarious. it down. Let's go home. No further that, questions, that, your best honor. answer. <laughs> Yeah, that's all about, Rose. You fucking got it wrong. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> oh, no. What am I going to do? Okay. <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'll just continue doing whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's great. Tall traveler. Nicely done. Incredible. <laughs> all right. Next question comes from Smiley. Smiley asked, uh, KP right now is a short, is a short Sean Bradley and go. <laughs> and you responded to this. I did respond to it. I'm like, listen, Sean Bradley was fucking solid from the free throw line. I don't know why everyone ducks on him. <laughs> However, there is a great special. It was like a. It was. It wasn't a thirty for thirty. It was like a. T- it was like a ten minute uh, spinoff of thirty for thirty. It was called Posterized, and it was about Sean Bradley. And because he was, he like at one point set the record for the amount of literal posters that he was like. Yeah. Getting- that's true it's like there's a t-mac vince carter there was like a bunch of people a bunch of them bro and and he's just like man i think it's just because i'm the tallest guy in the league they just felt like it was like it it was their duty to destroy them (laughs) but the funniest shit was like after the credits because he was just talking about just the plights of being a tall person he goes like unless it's built into the wall everyone's top of their fridge is fucking disgusting no one cleans (laughs) it oh jesus i thought i thought it was funny the way that he uh, uh asked this question because it was because he said kp is short it's a short sean bradley and sure. kp's fucking seven, seven three. three yeah and sean bradley's obviously seven six so it's like okay <laughs> you know watch some old sean bradley tape that dude can move like it's weird like it's for his height yeah bro. yeah i mean like yeah he was an it's erector st- like an animated erector set but like like it was like it's like fucking watching jack skellington over there dunk but you know, it's fun. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Jonas. Uh, he asks, uh, "Is there a possible trade that can change a lot for the Mavs this season?" Yeah, trade. Let's trade Luca for like I don't know, like Wayne Ellington. That would yeah, change. That could, that could change a lot. That would change, change a lot. Everything. Fuck Wayne Ellington. <laughs> <laughs> I picked yeah, him up shoot. for a little boost in fancy basketball, and this and motherfucker shot over six. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I thought that shit was cute. I did the, the same week. You had one, bro. You you the same week. One. Party on, well, Wayne. Was, well, Don's in my fantasy league. He knows how this this dude in yeah. our league named Barry mm-hmm. has like the deepest, most ridiculous team I've ever seen, and so I've just been like constantly dropping and picking up dudes just to try to hold on. <laughs> To my awesome. to my five to five tie, <laughs> didn't work. <sighs> All right. well, Sunday will be interesting. But uh, Jonas, I don't think any trade would do anything super positive in the immediate uh, yeah. for this team at the moment. Uh, again, Unless it gotta, runs with sadly steel. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, uh, sadly steel, which would be a very sad. That uh, wouldn't be a sad steal for us, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, next question comes from Nick. <laughs> Is the sky blue, Brad Beal, twenty twenty one? What? Because uh, huh? remember, Brad had, Brad Beal had like that quote or whatever. He was like talking to some reporter. Oh, is water wet? Or yeah, is water wet or whatever the fuck. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it's blue. I believe that's the way they per- we perceive it. Dogs may perceive it a little differently, but I heard it's because the it's a reflection of the yeah. ocean, which is kind of neat. It? Yeah, or it's like it's, it. it's like a. It's, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's how why, not? why we see it in that specific way. Since most of our land or most of our planet is covered in water, but interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. But I, I, I have not done recon on that. I could be just spreading conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> Qadon. Qadon. Yeah. Q-a-don, that's, right. that's what your fucking thing is right now. You're yeah. Explaining. Eventually, conspiracy. They're just gonna start picking it up as code. Prepare. <laughs> Wait. Maybe. <laughs> the time is now until later. The sky is just the ocean's lies. <laughs> Are you gonna let Big Pharma tell you what color the sky is? <laughs> Oh, oh sure, the sky, the sky is blue. If you uh, allow the liberal media to tell you that, oh, those guys are fucking idiots. All right, let's move on. Okay, real quick, can I just go up just real yes, quick, like fucking go. fucking conspiracy theorists? It's just like, hey, assholes. You know, like if you go like two degrees more, it's it's just all the Jews. It's uh, like every single one of them. There's like it's the what? big liberal elitist. Well, no, what I'm getting at is like that. It all ends up being like Jewish an- anti-semitic and it's and, uh, and i okay. mean I, I mean that as the negative thing not saying that it, okay. i'm not claiming it's the jews i am claiming that all their conspiracy theories as clever as they think they are they are just very creatively wrong that's wow. their whole fucking thing they're just like what it is is this the fucking liberal global elitist all right cool global elitist meaning who the banks and who own the banks they're like the J- fuck like it's just like well, i'm not uh, saying that any of them <laughs> All of them, like I swear, they are all like, and, and it's not anything new. Literally, since conspiracies existed since like the 1800s, like fucking pamphlets of like the Jews taking money has been around forever. And it's like, it's inaccurate. It's just wrong and just, it's dumb. It's stupid, but it's enough that people will just fucking go down that goddamn rabbit hole. I'm so tired of conspiracy. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's an endless rabbit hole of nonsense that. Are, it's now it's hurting people like there's a bunch of stupid yeah. people in jail because they felt like going to the capitol was going to do something and it's because they're just so terribly misled and misinformed and it's just like i can't help but feel bad for how stupid these people are it's yeah, like right. uh, okay thank you thank you i had to you're good, you're good. This, this is a basketball podcast so. yes yeah <laughs> it's not the juice <laughs> fault guys it's like cut it out all right let's see johnny Moving asks- on Johnny, if you, if you want to keep thinking about conspiracies, here's one for you. Sure. Um, why are cookies called cookies when we don't cook them, we bake them? Bakies is a very stupid name, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's, move on. Uh, let's see. I got uh, some raisin bakies. Okay, this guy <laughs> needs to go back to bed. Chocolate chip bakies. <laughs> Now we got some. We got some questions post game. So Man, up the press. Uh, my my browser keeps saving all my passwords in my history. I need to clear my bakies. <laughs> bakies. Uh, let's see. Um, Gabriel. Bakey monster. Sorry. Gabriel. Bakey, bakey, bakey. Hey man, we dumb, need to go. Dumb. Let's go to the mall. Go to Great American Bakey. Let's see. Gabriel asks. Uh, bakey crisp. So when do we start making excuses for Donnie? Is what he's asking. That's a fucking. Donnie brought us Luca. Chill. Yeah, I it, and Dirk. Donnie wanted and to draft Dirk. Giannis. Chill. Yeah, like listen. Well, and also, I was uh, I was listening to some uh, Cuban pot or uh, Cuban interviews, and he's just like, man, like at the time we thought Giannis was such a deep pick, like 
that he was going to be there at 19 when they traded down. Like it wasn't that he, they didn't want him. It was that, okay, here's this guy that has basically YMCA footage of him playing against eighth graders, basically. Like that's the only like tape we had on him. He's probably going to be there later in the draft and they were just wrong on it. And it's now like, he even looks at it like, God, this is like, and, and also like they're kind of surprised that the bucks even picked him because like he, they're like, they, they just, I think they just got lucky. <laughs> I don't think they yeah. did their work. <laughs> they just lucked into yeah. like the best player in the no, league. They definitely scouted. They, they had scouted him as thoroughly as Donnie had from what I've read about their background mm. on the matter. And for me, it's like, I get the, I get thinking that, but it's why they were thinking that, that makes me furious. And it doesn't well, matter. It's, it's we've front got office, it's front office it was, karma though. Cause we did trade them Robert tractor trailer for Dirk. Yeah. Smith. No, so like, totally. I'll call that, it even. That's, yeah, I call it even there, but man, oh man. Yeah. R.I.P. Robert Tractor trailer, by the way. Yeah, R.I.P. trailer. Yeah. Uh, see, next question comes from um, Michael Gregory. He asks, uh, we wanted to get better on defense, but at what cost? I get that our guys haven't been here because of COVID, but how are we supposed to win games if we can't rely on our scoring threats outside of Luca late in the games? You're absolutely right. <laughs> like, in terms of like scoring, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. We don't have shooters. That's what it is right now. And, you know, um, and the defense at times has, hasn't even looked that good. And obviously, like, guys are coming back from COVID, you know. It takes a little while from what I hear. So. We've talked at length about why they are not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, any other questions? Or actually, questions. Let's see. I, oh, wait. We have one more from – actually, no. We have two more. Um, Jasper asks, uh, I have never been this pissed off as a mouse fan of the Dallas Mavs in my entire life. First what time. Is happening? What is happening? First time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, not really. I think, I think people do have, they have a right to be mad. Like, you know, like I'm so I'm, sorry. You must be new here, but, but <laughs> this is the most mad. Most ever? mad. At the Mavs. At the, at the again, Mavs. Ever? Like I'm thinking know. like, because I'm just like, man, like the I'm thinking of the Darren Collison, Chris Kamen days, you know, where I was like, yeah. like I've I've watched some pretty piss poor Mavericks games. And like when Harrison Barnes was our big free agent win, like I've we've witnessed some pr- pretty devastating Mavericks lo- like losses and like not that far ago. Not to mention, like if it weren't for the Charlotte Bobcats, we would have on our team the worst record that's ever happened in, in basketball, uh, but winning percentage wise, if it weren't for like the 2012 Charlotte Bobcats that didn't win, I don't think they won double digit games or like they won 10 maybe in like that shortened season. Um, but yeah. So uh, I think what would explain your frustration is that there was a lot of promise with this year, considering we made, you know, made a little bit of noise in the playoffs against a good Clippers team. And then we're yeah. not, we're not hitting that same tone yet this season. Um, so I, we commiserate with you, but ultimately like welcome to being a mass fan, man, I, I, you know, buckle in. <laughs> uh, it, you'll we, we're a, a weirdly big market that gets treated like a small market. Yeah. We're not on a coast. <laughs> like we're not on a uh, coast. Reality hurts. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, okay. So last question comes from grace. Good friend. Good, grace. good friend. Grace actually, sent me a text because she thought we, we were already recorded which we weren't but uh um she's looking she, ahead yeah she asked uh, if y'all were in a band what would the name of your band be and what kind of lyrics about the Mavs would you slip into your songs this is more of a mm. dawn question really <laughs> hmm. what would be a good 
a good band name. So should it does it have to be Mavericks related? No, I think just in general. Okay, let's see. Um, like if we did, we did specifically were in a band. We were all in a band. Let's see. I would play the triangle. Okay, you play the triangle. <laughs> Such a cop out. Uh, <laughs> Dick Davitsky would play. I don't know. Probably something about like, you know, like that dodgeball sound, like that, and, and just like we would find a way of sinking it. Just the sound of pain. The sound of pain would be the name of our band. There we go. Sound of yeah. pain. <laughs> I thought so. I thought about if I were to change, like if I were to like switch genres and be a DJ, I would be a turn dawn. Um, wow! <laughs> wow! <Turned> on. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> uh, dingus pingus. <laughs> dingus pingus. Oh Jesus! The, the Wonder Boys. <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. What kind of lyrics? I don't know what kind of lyrics are about the Mavs. Could we slip into our songs? It'd obviously be a lot about Dirk. We should. This is where the sea shanty comes. We out. we have no depth. <laughs> we have no depth. Yeah, these yeah. are very yeah, they're very uh, superficial songs because we have no depth. R and B banger called Willie Collie Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is the perfect opportunity to make the sea shanty happen. Sure, through this. So <laughs> I still don't quite understand the sea shanty trend but i don't I, think, I, I don't understand tiktok as a whole yeah like, TikTok just is like it just seems to be like a lot of people dancing and pointing at words like that just seems to be the overall trend where they're yeah. like love yourself set compassionate boundaries and it's like the depression like, or whatever yeah they're just like top five ways to make an omelet don't just, let it, your ex text yeah. you when you don't or whatever like it's like vine but you can add text to the screen sure yeah <laughs> that's kind of it yeah <laughs> and i mean like people like i know like musicians will pay it started like, as dancing because musicians will pay like thousands of dollars for like an influencer to like use their song and then the song blows well, up that's what I've actually heard that TikTok is now basically kind of looking into the future as far as like, like, like a week into the future, as far as what's going to be the trending. That's song. crazy, dude. Like That's it's, crazy. it's, it's more predictive than like Spotify trends, which is pretty remarkable. That's amazing. Like, oh, cause there's a song that I actually discovered that was pretty cool. It's apparently comes from TikTok, but it's a song called driver's license uh, by, I think her name is Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. I'm, Old, so i don't know but like it's a it's a damn good tune but like it yeah. originally started i think she's either a tiktok star or something there she had she has i think like some acting credit to her name and That's then she cool. released this one tune and it's it's really good so check that out driver's license like i'm sure everyone's are, who's listening to the pod already listens to it but i think that wraps it up for us guys uh yeah uh thank you guys so much for listening uh thanks for submitting questions uh it's been a rough go as mavericks fans but we appreciate you guys uh, joining us on this treacherous journey um, misery of, of course loves company and we are not miserable because y'all are giving us company we appreciate you guys very much um, and, and remember we're all in this together so. we're in this together <laughs> um can we just say like hey all Mavs twitter quit fucking fighting with each other like pick fights with hawks fans that's what they're there for um like pick fights with other fan bases like you can I'm disagree tired. with each other without going for each other's throats about God. it except me and squish will fight so you won't fight me that's true that? that's the basis of our friendship is that we just won't <laughs> kill each other um so i don't know i i am ultimately i'm 
I, I live that notificationless life. So I'm, I, I spare myself from it, but that's also why I have so poor engagement. So thanks algorithm. Anyways, guys, be good to each other. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, we have uh, great articles that are coming up. MFFLs.com. Uh, shout out to all of our, uh, our, our writers that have been doing really good write-ups on all the games. Um, thank you guys so much for reading all of our stuff. You can follow us at the underscore MFFLs. Uh, you can find Dick Nowitzki at Squish41. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find me at Don underscore Denim. Hashtag QAdon. Uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys. Thank <laughs> you.